0: Well, Rob, the summer's here, and it's time (laughs) for Shorts for Summer, our new format where we do ultra short stories just in time for that short attention span (laughs) that you have during those long summer months where the days are long, and you're out eating ice cream, and you're wearing shorts. That's part of where we got the name from. Um, Alan? Yeah. Yeah. Um
1: you know this is coming out after the summer
0: the after the summer yeah
1: i mean i i don't mind it because i happen to be wearing short pants right now very very short mm. pants very hot pants mm. almost um but i just wanted to let you know that this is coming out more in a sweater weather kind of time of year
0: uh okay well i'm sure we can adapt it uh there's uh shorts for um uh, is there uh is there any kind of holiday that would be in the um uh, the fall period that would start with a show
1: <laughs> shaloween shanksgiving yeah
0: <laughs> both of those yes we're it's perfect for those rob it's veterans day oh can you believe uh what i don't get is why everybody doesn't celebrate indigenous peoples day <laughs> instead of the very offensive cholumba's day
1: oh that is that is true
0: it's time time for a thrilling story of romance adventure mystery anything with an expired copyright it's time for another Interrupted Tales.
1: Hello, and welcome to the show that usually ends. Another episode of Interrupted Tales, the podcast where my my friend and I take turns reading stories to you, the listener, while the other person constantly interrupts. As always, I am Rob, and I'm joined tonight by my main weather
0: vane, Alan. How are you, Alan? I'm pointing due north, Rob. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. That means trouble's brewing. Yep. Something. Wicked, this way comes. Well, not from today's porn parody. (laughs) Pointing north. Uh, we couldn't get pointing north for it. No, we had to. (laughs) We had to get someone less capable.
1: Dirk, handsome. Uh, well, we have an unrelated tale. It's not weather related, but weather is important to trains, right? Somewhat.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't, you know, I haven't asked them how they feel about it lately. (laughs) Oh, Thomas. I mean, it's really just small talk, isn't it? (laughs) Well,
1: this week, you're going to have a chance to ask a train a question because uh, we're going to read a tale of the rails from the January 1910 issue of Railroad Man's Magazine.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Another classic Railroad Man's Magazine story.
0: Just a Pullman passenger, AMA.
1: This one's called a... That is not the right title for what I'm looking at. <laughs> um, all right. This one's called Large Salary Too Small by the magazine itself. The magazine wrote this story.
0: No author. Well, this... Is a, wow. Machine learning really <laughs> going for it. Steam learning. You saw, you saw Large Salary Too Small, didn't you?
1: No. I only saw the first movie in the series, Large Salary Small.
0: Oh right, yes, of course. Yeah, I did. I, you know, I didn't realize it was a sequel. I just thought it was a very enjoyable Andre the Giant and Danny DeVito film. How
1: many movies could Danny DeVito possibly do with a big, huge guy?
0: Uh, uh, well, all every movie he's ever been in, <laughs> relatively.
1: Did you ever see that Christmas movie he made? Uh, the, um, deck the halls. It's no. horrible, but he's married to Kristen Chenoweth in that, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, that's perfect. They should be married in every movie. She's tiny.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but also very attractive, Rob. Yeah.
1: Oh no, no, no. oh, looks wise, no. He's a horrendous troll beast, and she's she's a beautiful lady. No, no, we're not gonna. No, <laughs> no. I love Danny Devito. Nothing against De- either the Devito, right? And so
0: does Rhea Perlman. I'm sure <laughs> not anymore. Oh, Oh, you've not
1: read the news in the past couple years, have you?
0: No, I haven't. When are uh do you think um Jen and and Brad are gonna make it?
1: (laughs) Alan, I'm gonna get you a subscription to us weekly. Okay, great. (laughs) All right. It's time to pull up your favorite boxcar, hop on board with your bindle, start a fire with some canned beans.
0: I don't think that's how (laughs) fire makers work, but
1: well no, I mean start a fire with a can of Beans right next to you. You're with the bean.
0: i saying. I see what you're saying. If you have an open flame, the can of beans can start the fire. I got it. I got it. I understand. <laughs> they, just, they
1: just need a flint and some determination. Yep. No,
0: I get it. Yep. Yep.
1: Well, it, grab grab yourself some hooch too. While we read you this week's tale. <laughs> When A.B. Stickney, president of the Chicago and Great Western Railroad, was owner of a small railroad in the West, he had a vacancy as station agent, which was worth eighty dollars a month. Looking around for a suitable man to take the place, he selected Tom Jones, a youngster who was getting forty dollars a month on another railroad for a similar
0: position. Mm. Well, that's not unusual, Rob. What? What is unusual? To get forty dollars a month. Oh yeah. Hold on, let me. Hold on, let me try that yeah. one. Here it's not unusual, Rob to get forty dollars a month uh let me see still trying to trying to work into how I do a sex bomb here <laughs> but
1: uh, uh, you don't want to say train bomb that's not gonna sound right
0: no it's a, it doesn't go over well at the old Amtrak
1: <laughs> Jones was a bright young man. And he jumped at the chance to double his salary.
0: Mm -hmm. Ladies, welcome to the club car, Tom. Tom's a naughty stowaway who can't afford a train ticket unless you stiff dollar bills in his britches. (laughs) Come on, give it up for Tom.
1: He also happens to dance to Tom Jones songs.
0: Sex bomb.
1: After a time, his work made such a good impression on his new employer that he was taken into the office of the president, and his salary was raised to $100 a month.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, Tom, hey, come on in. I hear you've been doing some great work in our R&D department. Now, this idea of yours where we charge the same for a trip as a plane ticket, but it takes six to seven times as long. That's some brilliant stuff. I got to tell you. You
1: know what? We're going to give it an awesome name, like a cella that just makes you think it goes fast. Ah, oh, Quiet cars that aren't quiet. This train thing's really going to work out for this country. I know
0: it. Hey, we're going to do a special service. We're going to call it super high speed rail between DC and New York. <laughs> and he gets there 10 minutes early. We, we changed the whole right of way. And it's <laughs> it, it. It shaves 10 minutes. <laughs> You miss one station,
1: people are gonna line around the block for it. He made good in his new position, and he was raised again to one thousand five hundred dollars.
0: Oh my god, that's fantastic! That's like a iPhone XS Max that you get to eat and sleep in <laughs> over the course of one year.
1: It's actually two years until you, uh, unless you upgrade within the year. So yeah, good luck.
0: Well, no, I mean, of course, I mean you got to keep the contract or. <laughs> Or they uh, evict you early from your iPhone XS Max. Hey,
1: but this is 1910. Back then, an iPhone x was like 10 iPhone 10 XSs, and we could live in those, right?
0: I've, I've lost track of even what we were making a joke about.
1: <laughs> Mr. Stickney began to notice that Jones received callers in the office, who sometimes stood talking for a long time. Let <laughs> me do that again.
0: Sorry, I'm really... No, 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 no. It's, uh, <laughs> as as opposed to the other ones who sat and um, were very quick.
1: One day, after such a visitor had gone, Mr. Stickney said, Tom, who was that man? Jones was evidently worried. A careworn look settled on his countenance. That man, he said, was trying to collect a bill from me.
0: Which, I have to say, I was all for, by the way. I said, here, take him. I didn't feel like paying them anyway, but for some reason he didn't like that.
1: Pass the buck, not the bill, Alan.
0: Hey, Rob, take my bill, please.
1: <laughs> and he brought out of his pants a ten-inch bill.
0: Oh, okay, that's it's a weird way to measure a bill, but okay. I'm not. Pepco usually doesn't send me those in inches. <laughs> How much do you owe? Asked his boss. I don't know
1: replied jones
0: yeah it's hard to keep track of the current kidney to dollars exchange rate
1: do you do you get more money if you don't know when it's coming like if they just extract it from you and leave you in a bathtub do you get anything for that
0: well they did dedu- they have to deduct the cost of the lipstick on the mirror because
1: <laughs> to... they got to write you a note yeah yeah that's,
0: yes, that's just see, courtesy of course they have to that's legally binding <laughs> that they have to write you a note don't you have enough salary to live on? I mean, I know we don't pay full minimum wage, but you're supposed to make that up in tips. Have you tried unbuttoning your vest a little? Maybe dangle your watch fob suggestively? Have you tried
1: a jollier angle for your hat? No? Hmm. How about this stripper car? Have you tried that, Jones? <laughs> <White>.
0: <laughs> we got some
1: boys making a lot of money right now.
0: Well, it was weird because it was just like, it was just a cart, to be honest, that I was riding on top of, and people were ordering Sprite, so (laughs) I I really wasn't sure whether I was supposed to stop my routine or not.
1: It's when they start throwing coffee, that's when you stop. Uh. Well, I don't know how it is, was the answer, but when I got $40 a month, I was able to live and pay my bills. Now I can't make ends meet. Yeah,
0: now they inflated the cost of... uh. Hmm, what do what do rail men... What do rail men want? Yeah, rail men... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, what do rail men want is uh the... Topic explored by the 1987 comedy, Real Men, starring James Belushi and John Ritter.
1: <laughs> is Bronson Pinchot had a cameo in that?
0: No, this is a real movie. This is not, Wait, the, no, that, this actual... is not our fake podcast what? There's an round. actual
1: movie called Real Men?
0: No, it's called Real oh, Men. Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> You're asking people to remember a John Ritter James Belushi movie from 1987 called rail No, Man? I'm
0: asking people to look it up on Twitter like I did to make the <laughs> joke, okay? I put in the effort. Why don't they?
1: Damn listeners, why don't they try? Ugh. Find out how much yo
0: was Mr. Stick. Rail don't wear plaid. Plaid.
1: No, rail men don't eat quiche.
0: Yes. 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 <laughs> Okay, that's actually, but that that is better. That's probably what I was. thinking. Yes, men <laughs> To 80s be honest, classic book. Well, you know, Rob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what they say. What Rob, do they say, Alan? men don't eat quiche ah. because they can't afford it on their salaries <laughs> of forty dollars a month.
1: That that works. That works. Find out how much you owe. Was Mister Stickney's rejoinder? And let me know what it
0: is. Yeah, well will itemize your receipts. Wait, why are you paying for both Hulu and Hulu Plus? That uh, I like options. <laughs> yes, you've... who doesn't enjoy seeing the same AARP ad <laughs> placed three times in a row because they didn't have any other ads sold for that segment? I, I I don't know that that's true anymore. I haven't I, listened. Yeah, to I've never. Hulu in a while. I've never actually subscribed or, to uh, the not to the ad
1: supported version of Hulu
0: because okay. not
1: to pummel brag, but I can afford the extra three dollars.
0: Or and also because it is incredibly offensive to be paying I money know. to get those bad ads. <laughs> oh, but
1: Alan, you pay money for cable, and that has advertisements.
0: Um. Yeah, well, I sure do. <laughs> hey. Thank you for pointing that out, that the future is going to be as horrible as the past. (laughs) I'm sorry I ever was optimistic.
1: Jones presented to Mister Stickney the next day an itemized statement.
0: Well, there you shouldn't do that. That's not that's monkey behavior. That is not human <laughs> stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I and I also have a very
0: strict don't present before three dates rule. Right, uh, it, uh, and when it's your boss, I'd say five dates.
1: Easy. I mean, we live in a society, people. All right. Jones presented to Mister Stickney the next day an itemized statement showing that he owed one hundred fifty dollars. His employer presented him with a check for that amount. There, he said,
0: pay up and your
1: increased peace of mind ought to make you that much more valuable to the railroad.
0: Yes, that's a peace of mind. That's a big indicator on your yearly performance (laughs) review. Hey, what's your peace of mind increase on a year over year basis? Have you gotten over that Game of Thrones ending yet? (laughs) That's a big KPI, so uh, are you getting some on a regular basis, Ooh. or do we need to do something about it? It's very important to the company.
1: <laughs> Is there an itemized uh, receipt that I need to put in for doing it? Does that help me get extra?
0: Listen, we reimburse you for mileage, <laughs> and you, you take that however you want.
1: I shall increase your pay to $1,800. Do you think you can live on that? Oh, yes. I, I can do that all
0: right. Replied Jones. Oh yeah, yeah. I can leverage that into multiple credit card bankruptcies. Thanks. Hey, it's it's 1910. Let me let me speculate on some oil too. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> I predict the stock market's going up and up and up for the next 19 plus years.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I just hey hey, I got a stock tip for you, Alan. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, you know those uh, you know those bikes with the big wheel. Yeah, it's it's the future. Sky's a limit on those, all right? People are going to be riding those for a century. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Um, also, um, child workers. <laughs> Got a whole big mess of kids in my truck to take to the factory. They're going to be making the money for me. It's this new thing called mining.
0: Oh. Boy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They go into the mines. and They, they tear the rocks out and make you money.
0: Yeah. I, I'm not sure I have a rejoinder to that. <laughs> it almost sounds horrible. It's sort of not really a joking matter. I don't know.
1: Eh, it's 1910, there's always more kids, right? (laughs) Yep,
0: well. Soon after
1: that, Mr. Stickney sold the road. He and Jones parted company, and he forgot the man whom he had boosted along into a good position. 10 or 15 years later, he was in the Canadian Northwest with a party of friends.
0: Oh, yeah, what happens in Prince Rupert, British Columbia, stays (laughs) in Prince Rupert, British Columbia, (laughs) because you get iced in during the winter months, and uh, nothing goes anywhere plus about
1: half those people are gonna eat berries and uh, they're gonna come out with fewer parties that's all i'm saying a smaller oh, the, party. The,
0: the red berries uh.
1: no no which which wait which berries are the less poisonous berries in general is there a rule of thumb
0: well don't eat red berries yeah that's the rule of thumb strawberries they're not berries they're in the, they're not it's In the name what are they uh melons very small melons but fruit, their fruits, are, uh, they're uh, all fruits. Let's see. Uh huh. They don't have stones. The strawberry is not. <laughs> Excuse me, Ross. <laughs> yes. yes. The strawberry is not, from a botanical point of view, <laughs> a berry. Oh. Uh, no, technically, it's an aggregate accessory fruit, meaning that the fleshy part is derived not from the plant's ovaries but from the <laughs> oh. receptacle that holds the ovaries. Oh which is not a good opener on twin tinder (laughs) and by by that i mean don't offer to open the receptacle that holds the ovaries (laughs) well that's it does not work Is
1: it rude not to offer though even if you know it's not possible yes
0: i mean depending on your point of view yeah i
1: think so at a small station where his train stopped he saw a smiling gray-haired man who looked familiar they looked at each other then Mister Stickney put out his hand.
0: "Hello, Jones. Is that you? What are you doing here?" he asked. "Oh, uh, what's a polite way to say running from creditors? I'm uh, I'm on a fiscal sabbatical. I'm pre-liquid." <laughs> "Oh, that is not. No, you uh, listen. You say that on Tinder, then they ban you." <laughs> "No." "Nobody wants that." Station agent
1: replied. Jones. "How much?" queried the railroad president. Fifty dollars.
0: Yeah, it's a pay cut, but I really believe in the work.
1: This is, is going to be the best station ever. Trains are going to run, you know, only a couple hours late. Uh, the bathrooms will be, you know, bus station level, but no worse. And no
0: worse, definitely not worse. Yeah, and this well, well
1: I mean, some days it depends how many sure. trains. Can't control the number of trains that come in. I can't, right? Least. And uh- <laughs> what? How could I? I only get paid fifty dollars. <laughs> Can you live and pay your bills? Yes. Getting along, bully, replied the man who could not make ends meet on $1,500 a year. Then they both
0: laughed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Billionaires are such nice guys. (laughs) So nice of them to recognize that us common people can't be trusted with more money than the bare minimum to survive. (laughs) Here, gentlemen, here's to capitalism. Yeah, you guys are great the end
1: wow i kind of feel like that's the first joke that we've ever done as a tale on this podcast
0: uh well some might say some might say that the jokes are very hard to come by on our podcast, Rob, so that's not surprising at all.
1: That is true, but we're not here to make jokes, Alan. We're here to learn something. What do you think the particular moral that someone could learn from this story is?
0: Okay, I all right? Next time you want to raise, okay? Mm, okay. Ask the repo man to come directly to your office. <laughs> Just see what happens. Call in HR. Let the, Make sure it's during a board meeting. <laughs> Nobody's going to notice a
1: shifty-looking guy with a lot of tattoos and a mohawk come in. And... No, no, no. You
0: want them to notice, Rob. <laughs>
1: That's how you get the raise. <laughs> I, I just, there's no argument here. We have learned this for, directly from the railroad men themselves.
0: You don't have another moral you'd like to share oh, with Oh, I us? do,
1: actually. I do have a moral. Um, my moral is... Uh, I don't. Um, give me a second. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> I was hoping I could yeah. come up with something on the ramp up there.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, no, nah. yeah, I got something. Oh, uh, hey, hey, folks! It's the summer. What do you expect? <laughs>
1: that's right. I'm kicking back in my hot pants. Uh, got a mojito. Mojito. Uh, sure. Yeah, you can
0: only only have those during the summer. Then they take them off the menu. Just that's right. Take them off and then put pumpkin spice uh, cocktails on. So. Cool. Get them while you can, people. Ugh.
1: Pumpkin spice cocktail sounds yummy.
0: There's uh, a lot of flavored
1: vodkas out there, Alan. Have you seen, have you tried pumpkin spice vodka? Uh, <laughs>
0: have I turned 23 lately? No. <laughs> it's got gold? I it's have got it got
1: bits of real pumpkin floating in it.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know any other morals of the story. Um, I, I guess you could learn that people should know their place. And just because you think you can make the big money mean doesn't mean you should be making the big money. So don't try and get a get a pretty crappy job on the railroad. Life will be okay. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, don't aim too high. That's my point.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. All right, Rob. Thank you for that. Words of wisdom to live by.
1: Just just trying to let people to know their place. Just letting them know that they need to sure know where they are in the world.
0: Don't expect too much. Yep.
1: <laughs> well, I hope that everybody's learned something today. And I think that wraps it up for this week's episode. Uh tune in next time everybody for another exciting interrupted.
0: Hello everyone. I've called this all-hands meeting and I'm afraid I've got terrible news. I've doubled all your salaries and your definitely going to blow it on amphetamines and die in wretched filth like the untrustworthy class of people that you are. I'm, I'm very sorry you're not better folks like me. Hey.